Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, my Dirty Devotional family? Welcome back to Dirty Devotional. Zach here. This is a podcast that is all about helping you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. And it is Friday, which means the weekend is here. I'm going to go ahead and wish you a happy early 4th of July. Um, listen, in a, in a se- moment, in a season, a weekend where we celebrate freedom, man, there's just, we just need to take a second and celebrate a couple things. One, um, man, celebrating and remembering all those that fight for the freedom we get to have in this country. Um, second off, to remember the freedom that we receive in Christ. What a beautiful, beautiful thing that um, we have freedom from sin. We have freedom to be ourselves, freedom to grow, freedom to live, freedom to experience the best of life and to become the best versions of ourselves. And I hope this weekend um, you get to celebrate that. I hope you have fun with family. I hope you have fun with friends. I really do hope you enjoy yourself. Have a good time. Make good choices, but I hope in those good choices you do have fun. Uh, I'm very excited for today's devotional. Um, it's something that means a lot to me. It's the heart uh, behind why this podcast started. And I wanted to share a little bit from my journey with um, anxiety and depression. So I've shared this before, but in 2020, I had a probably a honestly, probably a 10-month period where depression really took root inside of me. It grew, and then from August through October, it had basically overtaken my life. It had um, made its way like a virus through every inch of my being. Every part of my soul was covered with it, and it was just it was just crushing. And I remember days when I was really fighting to get out of the house. I was trying to get out in public, uh, the problem was COVID, and so it was very difficult to get anywhere. And I would pull into Panera Bread, and I would sit in the parking lot, and I would be paralyzed. And I think if you struggle with depression, you probably have experienced this. If you haven't, I don't. I'm going to try my best to explain it, but it's probably not going to make much sense to you. I would pull into the parking lot, and this this dread, this doom of feeling so unimportant, so invisible, so undervalued, so just just lost, honestly. Um, I couldn't move. I, I literally was physically, I felt paralyzed. I would I would go to get out of my car, I'd grab my door handle, and I just couldn't muster the strength to pull it to open the door and get out of the car. And I would find myself sitting in Panera, these Panera Bread parking lots for an hour, two hours. At one point, I believe I was there for three or four hours uh, where a friend literally had to come get me and get me out of the car uh, because I was just stuck. And I would sit, I would sit in this parking lot and I would have moments of rampant crying, screaming, um, thrashing my body. I, I was just so broken and so hurt and so lost. I just, I just didn't know what to do. And I had all these emotions and I didn't know how to handle them. And there would be other moments of just silence where I would just sit there with my eyes wide open, feeling so tired and so exhausted, just wanting to sleep. But it was like my mind wouldn't let me sleep. I couldn't couldn't rest. And it was the one thing I wanted was to rest and to 
You know, the depression for me and anxiety is literally the closest thing I could imagine to the total absence of peace because I just wanted some type of peace and tranquility. I wanted some type of comfort and it was just absent. Um, My mind was just being completely ripped apart all over the place. My soul felt like it was just being suffocated. And because of that, I felt like I literally couldn't breathe. I felt like every few minutes I was having to remind myself to breathe again. And I would sit in these Panera parking lots and I would be like this for hours and there were days where I would eventually get the courage and get the strength to open the door and I would go go to walk in. And I remember this one time, uh, I just finished a couple hours of sitting here crying. My eyes had to be red. Um, I was shaking. I had I literally had these thoughts of suicide going on in my head and I'm walking in and somebody from the church I used to go to walked out and they saw me and they said, what's up, Pastor Zach? How are you doing? And I was like, I put a fake smile on and said, hey, I'm doing okay. And they said, it's awesome. It's so good to see you. Like, how's life? You know, we're so sorry how everything happened. I'm like, oh, it's good. I appreciate it. And they walked and left. And I remember, I remember thinking to myself, how can you not see how much I'm hurting? And it's not their fault. I want you to know, like, it's not that person's fault. The reality is, and just the sucky reality is that when it comes to depression, anxiety, the wounds are just invisible. You know, I've watched, I love Grey's Anatomy. It's a confession. I love, I love watching Grey's Anatomy. And, you know, there are episodes where these people come into the hospital after these massive incidents and they look fine. They're acting fine. And then all of a sudden there's a twist and they, they're like in critical condition or they die. And it's because there's so much internal damage that no one can see that no one thought to react to it or respond to it. And depression and anxiety is so much like that, that there is just this, this hemorrhaging and this like, this critical injuries going on inside of you. No one can see them and feel them, but you. And, you know, you just wish, I remember thinking in these seasons, I just wish that I would, that bruises would show, you know, I started cutting in the season because I just wanted, I wanted people to see what I was feeling on the inside. And it was just so frustrating for me that no one could see this pain I was feeling. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, that maybe some of you are there, you've been there. And I just want to read this verse to you. And I just want to talk to you today, just as frankly and as honest as I can from someone who's been there and who's no longer in that, in that seat or in that moment or in that season. Um, God speaks his promise to us in Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 17. He says, for I will restore health to you. And your wounds I will heal, because they have called you an outcast. It is Zion for whom no one cares. I want to read that again, the beginning part. God says, For I will restore health to you, and your wounds I will heal, because they have called you an outcast. And I read this verse feeling like in that season that because I had depression, I had this mental illness, I felt like an outcast, and I felt like I felt like people were calling me dramatic, that I was emotional, that I was unhinged, that um, that I just wanted attention. I was attention seeking and I just felt so alone. And this verse, knowing that God seeing me as, as feeling an outcast, that he would, he would restore my mental health, that he would heal these wounds, these invisible wounds that no one could see. And, um, can I tell you guys that he does, that he does heal these wounds, that he does restore health, that you just have to keep fighting. 
that if you're listening to this and you struggle with anxiety, if you're struggling in the most hellacious, shitty season that you've ever had in your life, to I want to encourage you to keep going, to keep with all of your heart pursuing God, fighting to see God's presence in this. Because yes, you need people. Yes, you you need you need the therapy. Yes, you may need the medication. But I want you to know that on top of that, there is not a better source of love, a better source of peace. There's not a better source of presence than knowing that the God who created all things is waiting with you, that loves you and cares about you, that he sees you, he knows you, and he loves you, that he's, his desire is for you to make it through this season, that his desire is for your wounds to heal. No one else can see them but you, but God can see them as well, that no one else can see how much you're suffering, how difficult your marriages, how difficult your relationships are, that no one can see the thoughts that you're having that you're too scared to share, but God sees them. And God's desire is to be close to you and to heal you and to help you through it. I've said this a bunch. I'm going to say it again. The only way you lose is if you quit. And the best way to not quit is to know that there is a God, a divine presence fighting for you and fighting with you. Just know that today. God says, for I will restore health to you. It's coming. Restoration is coming, friend. That your wounds will heal. Those wounds that no one can see. I know I know it hurts. And I know you just wish people could see how much you're suffering. But God sees it and he wants to heal it. Just give it time. Do the things you need to do. Keep fighting. Keep pursuing peace. Keep, keep pursuing God. Keep pursuing a better you. There's a light at the end of this tunnel. I know you may not be able to see it, but it's there. Keep going after it. I will restore your health. I will heal your wounds, declares the Lord. They may have called you an outcast. You may feel alone, but you're not. You're not alone. You're not an outcast. You're not. You have so much power. You have so much empathy that that you love so much that it would be a shame for you to quit and the world not to see how much you are loved. I'm with you, friend. God's with you. We're going to fight and we're going to continue this together. That this We know this season has an expiration date. And so we're going to keep fighting till we get to another one and a better one. Let me pray for you, God. Thank you for today. I pray specifically for every person listening to this. I pray that you would heal their wounds that no one can see. Lord, the, the wounds of their past, the wounds of depression, the wounds of anxiety. God, I pray that right now that your supernatural power would just come over them, Lord, and that they would begin to feel restoration. They would begin to feel healing. Lord, that you would give them the courage to fight. If they're thinking about giving up, Lord, that you would that you would remove that thought from them, that you would put hope inside of them. Lord, if they are if they are if they're desperate for peace, Lord, I pray that you would give them your peace or peace. I believe that you can do it. And so Lord, I ask that you do it. Lord, I pray that whoever is hearing this, they will hold on to these promises of Jeremiah. Lord, where you tell us you will restore our health. You will heal our wounds. Lord, that even though we feel like an outcast and we feel like alone, you're with us and you care and you are fighting with us and fighting for us. Lord, we claim that and we hold on to that. And Lord, we thank you for it. We love you. And we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.